Are you stuck in a rut? Are you lost and you don't know who you are anymore? I totally get where you're coming from. Today, I'm going to share the beginnings of my journey to finding the answer to the question, what do I want from my life? I'm Katie, and I have built a business based on the love of helping other women. In the eight years I've been a mother, I've had the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. I have been so lost, but have found my way back again. And that is what now drives me forward, a passion to help other mothers do the same. So each week I will share practical and tangible advice, as well as inspiring interviews with the same aim. You are enough. It is time you started believing it. This is the Decluttering Motherhood podcast. I was going to talk to you about how if you want to have the life you want, you have to start living it now. But then I realised most people don't even know what they want. So how can you start living towards that intention? I thought I knew, but I'm not so sure. I feel like I need to get some clarity. And so I thought I'd share what I'm going to work through so that you can do the same and work out the answer to the same question. What do I want from my life? It's a hard question to answer when you've spent so long playing a role to support somebody else, whether that is as an employee, as a friend, as a wife, as a partner, as a mother, a sister, a daughter. We are so many things to so many people and those labels suddenly take over from the most important label, which is me. Someone on Instagram said it is like introducing yourself and having nothing to say, like, hi, I'm Katie, dot, dot, dot. Well, we need to know what our dot, dot, dots are. Like, what, what are we? What, who are we? What do we want from our lives? Where are we going? Where are we today, even? The last time I felt like I knew myself was when I moved 400 miles away from home to go to university. For the first time in forever, I was able to be anyone I wanted to be. And I was happy. I'd spent years being Katie at school, Katie at college, Katie who got bullied, Katie who was a boffin. Do you remember that phrase? Basically, someone who always did the right thing, would teach her pets and did everything on time, did their homework, stuff like that. I was totally a boffin. And there was stigma around that. These days, it's sort of cool to be clever, but back then you weren't cool unless you were, you know, lifting your skirt up to people and and smoking behind the bike shed. So I totally was not cool. And that stigma carries around with you and people just know who you are. And even when I went to college, I thought, okay, I'm going to be someone new. And I was like, I'm not going to be Katie anymore. Katie's such a little girl's name. I'm going to be Catherine. Like my full name is Catherine. I'm going to be Catherine. First day of college. I mean, I'm surrounded by everyone I went to school with. So when they read out the register and, you know, on the first day of school, they read out your full name and I didn't correct The teacher had been like, let us know if you want to be a nickname. And I didn't correct. But of course, after a few days, the teachers realised when other people referred to me as Katie that I was a Katie, not a Catherine. And I was like, damn it, I'm still that same person. These people have grown with me and they know who I am. 
But then when I went to university, there was nobody who knew me. So I could just be who I wanted to be. And whether I turned out to be the person, you know, I used to wear mini skirts and drink a whole lot of vodka and, you know, but I was expressing myself freely without anyone around me going, oh, you're Katie from school. And, you know, so I was happy then. I was completely happy then. And I was free from any previous understanding or knowledge of who I was. Now, I'm not saying that I've not been happy since I was 18, because that would be ridiculous. Of course, I'm happy. I've I've had friends. I've got a husband. I have three kids who are amazing. I have a new puppy now who, as much as he's making me completely tired, brings me joy. I am happy and I've had happy times since I was 18, but I don't think I've known who I am since then. I think in all honesty, I have just been an employee as a teacher. I've been a partner, then a wife, then a parent, friends to people and everything else. And I've just lost sight of who actually am I? I've absorbed everything else and not taken the time. And that is key there. It's taking and making the time. And I haven't done that. I haven't made the time to to be myself. Basically, I want to have an identity independent of all of the roles that I have. I want to be able to introduce myself at a party or wherever and be like, hi, I'm Katie. I make my own cheese (laughs) or whatever the thing is. So what's my plan? I mean, this is this is a loose plan. I'm not saying this is a guaranteed this is going to work. This is the beginnings of my journey. I've taken this road before, but then got swept along by other things. But this time I'm like, do you know what? No, all my kids are in school. I have the time now, besides the puppy. I want to make the time. I'm ready. I'm ready to be me. So as I said, this isn't a fresh thing. I have been trying. So some of the things I've already done that really did help me, and maybe it might inspire you to take action too, is okay so the first thing I did was I got my ear pierced now I've had my ears pierced for years but I got the top of my ear pierced you know like right up the top something that I've always wanted to do I honestly I've wanted to do it since I was a teenager but other people's judgment stopped me from doing it my mum telling me that if I had it done I'd probably be facially paralyzed Other people just like, oh no, only hippies do that or only certain types of people do that. Don't do that. You'll regret it. So I didn't do it. I listened to their opinions and I didn't do something that would have made me happy back then. It would have. I've done it now. And you know what? It really made me happy. Not because the actual thing. I mean, I look at it and I think, "Mm, has it really added anything? No, I probably could have done without it. But the act of getting it done was liberating. It was something that I'd wanted to do for so long and finally being able to do it, it was like a hurrah, I am my own person, I can make my own decisions, check me out. The other thing that I did, which again, something I've wanted to do since I was 17, if not sooner, but definitely I recall being 17 and really wanting to do it. At the time, I got my belly button pierced instead, but it was something I wanted to do, was get a tattoo. Now, actually, 
saying that, I'm glad I didn't get one when I was 17 because God only knows what I would have had done. I probably would have had a dolphin by my belly button because that's what Mark Owen had in the Prey video. And I love Mark Owen. I was going to marry him. So I'm glad I didn't. But the same thing, you know, I listen to other people's judgments. My granny told me I should never get a tattoo because I would never get a job. No decent man would want to marry somebody with a tattoo. Again, I listened. But earlier this summer, I got two tattoos, both on separate wrists. Tiny weeny little tattoos. They're hardly like garish facial tattoos or anything like that. Nothing against facial tattoos, but just not something I want to do. Tiny little tattoos that mean something to me. And again, it was just that rebellion against everyone who always told me I shouldn't have done something. Shouldn't do something. Do you know what? I am a grown woman. I will do what I want to do and I want to deface my wrists. <laughs> and so it felt good. And that was sort of this turning point for me. I was like, do you know what? I want more of this. I want to be able to self-express without caring about what anyone else thinks. The thing is, is it's hard. It's hard to know. I mean, obviously the piercing, the tattoos, I, I had that in my mind. It was a firm, like, yes, I am getting this done. But otherwise, it's a bit like, okay, um, I don't really know what else to do. And so I haven't done anything else. So where I'm at right now and uh, what I'm suggesting if you are feeling lost is to look at anyone that you admire and try and pinpoint what it is about them that you are drawn to. Is it the way that they dress? Is it the way they style their hair? Is it the way that they parent? Is it the holidays they go on? Not that any of us can go on holidays as much at the moment with COVID. What is it about those people or one person in particular that you're like, oh, just I wish I could be more like them. Now, I'm not saying, I'm definitely not saying that we want to become clones we definitely don't want to be a replica of somebody else. But when you are completely lost and you have no clue the direction that you want to go in, which is sort of where I'm feeling now, it's good to have guidance, like a blueprint. That person's already doing that. I like the way they do that. I'm going to try it out. Again, I'm not saying just like copy that person or, or maybe just copy them for a while and work out what you do and don't like about that that thing. I said the other day on an Instagram post about my style that I love Meghan Markle. I mean, I love Meghan Markle. Let's full stop that right now. But um, I love Meghan Markle in suits, the outfits that she wears, like tight fitting, very super high waisted pencil skirts with billowing sleeved blouses. I love that style. I tried to replicate that style. It did bring me joy trying it, but actually I wasn't comfortable. I mean, I do not work in a New York law firm to need to be wearing that kind of outfit. I don't go to work in an office to be needing that outfit. It didn't work for my lifestyle of school runs and, and being on the floor with a toddler or whatever. So I wasn't comfortable. So I tried it, didn't work for me. 
So now I'm looking to Instagram mainly. I mean, it's just there full of images. And I look to Pinterest sometimes. I might be like, okay, I really fancy wearing a pair of jeans, but I don't know how to style the jeans. So I will type into Pinterest, jeans, street style. And I recommend doing that with whatever it is that so might be um, leggings, street style, denim blouse, street style, cardigan, street style, whatever it is. And the images on Pinterest just come up and give you different ideas of, of how you can style things. Just try it out. Try the different ways of dressing or hair, different hair, like see what you like. And eventually things will stick and you'll be like, yeah, do you know what? I really like that. I really like that way of parenting. I really like that way of doing my home. Little things will eventually become your things, but it might just be a case of not mimicking, but just taking inspiration from other people for a while. And that's 100% where I am at the moment. There's a few people I follow on Instagram who I just look at them and I'm like, you are cool. I wish I was cool like you. You know, I'm gonna wear leather look leggings. I can pull them off. And luckily for me, I felt comfortable in them, but I might have not liked them in the end. I could have tried them on in the shop and been like, nah, these are going straight back. But I tried them because I saw them on someone else and I love them and I've realized, you know what? I love leggings. Again, stigma around leggings. People are like, no, don't wear leggings. I love leggings. I will not have anything bad said against them. So I love leggings. I've realized this. I'm embracing my love of leggings. And that just is what it is. Something that I have realized is that I definitely don't like dressing my age, which you may be like, yeah, leather look leggings. That's not your age. I mean, I'm 36. Some people might think, okay, by 36, you're a mum of three. You should be wearing sensible clothes. My mum certainly would have that opinion, but I don't want to wear plain, safe, sensible clothes. I like quirky things. I like extra details. I'm wearing a jumper today with pearls all over it. Some people might be like, oh, it's a bit too fancy. No, it's not too fancy. I think it looks pretty and that makes me happy. I'm doing it for me, not for you. So something I definitely need to do is I need to go through my wardrobe. That in, in when you're trying to find your personal identity, I think a very visual way is the clothes that you wear. And so I need to go through my wardrobe and just give to charity some things that do not light me up. There are basics in there that I can jazz up with other accessories and stuff, but there'll be things in there like pencil skirts from my Meghan Markle wishing days that honestly, they don't make me, they don't make me happy. I wish I was Meghan Markle and lived in a palace with Prince Harry, but I am not. So uh, they need to go. Like I said, I'm a work in progress, but that's okay. We all are, and we will continue to change, grow, and find ourselves again and again in our lives. But for now, I'm starting over after a long time of being stuck. And if that resonates with you, then welcome to the adventure. We can get through it together. And the thing is, once we develop the, the sort of foundations of our identity, you know, this is how I like to wear my hair. This is the clothes that I like to wear. This is the music that really brings me joy. People think I should be listening to radio too, but you know what? I love rock FM or whatever it is. Once you have found those things, then you can start asking yourself, 
what do I want from my life? Because you can't, you cannot answer that question if you don't even know who you are yourself. But once you feel like you're getting to know how you want to be in yourself, then you can start to think about how you want to be in your life. Do I want to write a book? Do I want to go back to teaching? Do I want to start a photography course? Do I want to start learning how to knit? I mean, these are all questions that I bat around my brain sometimes. Right now, I haven't a clue on any of those answers, but I will get there. And so will you. I can't tell you how to find yourself, but I can share my journey in the hopes that it will inspire you to start your own journey. And I will do that on here. I will do it on my Instagram. Any way that I can share with you the things that I do along the way to helping me to find myself again. I hope that it's resonated with you and helps you to see that you are not alone in this feeling of lost. As always, I'm here if you want to chat, so message me if you need, and I will see you next time. Bye.